So, good day sports fans and welcome to another episode of Post Game, uh, the ABS-CBN News Sports Podcast. I am Dominic Menor from ABS-CBN News and with us, sports journalist and ANC Conversations host, uh, Mix Bustos. Hi, sir. <laughs> Glad to be here again on Post Game. Oh, always, yeah. always a pleasure. Um, and uh, today, you know, um, in past uh, episodes, natin, we started with golf and then we delved into basketball, gilas, uh, and then boxing. And now I think Taekwondo edition, you know, uh, specifically Taekwondo Olympics edition. And joining us is Mr. Ricky Santiago. He is an international technical official. Uh, in plain words, Olympic referee siya. So he's, uh, he's uh, officiated at the super, super elite level. Uh, welcome, uh, Mr. Uh, Ricky, to the show. Hi, Dom. Uh, hi, Migs. Uh, glad to be here. My Super honor. And, uh, Sir Dom, this is going to be the third Olympic Games na mag-officiate si Coach Ricky. Oh, okay. He, oh. he did one in Athens in 2004. Second one was in 2016. And yung third niya, ito sa Tokyo Olympics. Tokyo Olympics. That's right. So, yeah, siguro yung first question is, uh, how, how different is it to officiate dun sa ganung level? Meron pa bang parang uh may butterflies in the stomach pa ba kayo para may is there a difference between uh being working the game or working a match at that level versus yung mga you know, national level na na competition yes uh there's a difference but you do not take any game uh lightly whether it is a national game or an olympic game no Uh, that is the mindset. However, having said that, the Olympic Games is special. And regarding butterflies, there is always butterflies. <laughs> Because uh, you feel your heart pump so fast, uh, but yet you do it. Because you can't get enough out of it. And you want to be able to uh, perform and uh, uh, bring out the best winner. For that game, no, and like in the Olympic Games, no, if you're assigned a uh, uh, finals match, that would be great honor. Uh, I have been assigned in the World Championships a finals match because, like for example, in the World Championships, top 100 referees in the world are invited, and since there are uh, eight male and eight female players uh, sa categories, no, there will be only like. Uh, uh, 16 finals matches. So there are 100 referees dying to be assigned a finals match. But if pumalpa ka ng konti doon sa lower level, the referee chairman will not risk assigning you in the quarter, semis, or especially the finals match. You have to be capable to handle the intensity and the energy at that level. Because when countries and kings complain, the IF better be ready. Now, with the Olympic Games, it's totally special because the Olympic Games is viewed like broadcast as, what, 60 million live around the world. So they are cautioning us, referee, not to waste one second of time because the value of that split second is tremendous. And imagine if you make a mistake in that split second. So the referees are trained at this pinnacle uh, 
at such a high level. That's why when the uh, when we recently had a webinar with the uh, World Taekwondo Federation, World Taekwondo President, Dr. Cho, he told us, congratulations to the top 30 elite referees because we were initially top 50 prior to May 31. Then 20 were scratched. And then uh, I'm lucky to be part of the 30. And then Dr. Cho uh, told us in that webinar, you are the best. And make no mistake out about it. You have to brainwash yourself. You are the best. And you have to do your best. Then, of course, uh, we were given guidelines on how to conduct ourselves from now until Tokyo uh, with all the ethics procedure of the IOC and the IF. So, so yes. Para, no, no, para palang... I mean, it's fair to say that you feel like you're an Olympian already, you know? Because even though you're not competing, even though you won't be bringing or taking home any medals, ano pa rin? Uh, just to be with these elite athletes, with uh, the elite personalities no sport, it basically parang it, it, uh, it's similar to being an Olympic athlete. Na rin, no? uh, exactly. Uh, the difference lang with the referee is that you are uh, you are the like you are the chef, no? If I may use a metaphor, when the spaghetti comes out to the customer and they fall in love with it, wow, sarap! But they don't see the back work, so the referee is the ghost. But to qualify at this level, you are correct. The rigor is tough. Because the, my colleagues, they are also presidents of their federations, they are high officials, and they have been players before, but they have passed through the gauntlet because they aspire uh, for this Olympic platform. No, uh, As a fighter, I did not make it. I used to be national team and I dreamed of Olympic glory in my younger years. No, But uh, destiny has given me Olympic Games uh, this third time. But again, wala pa ako sa Tokyo eh. So ngayon, two times pa lang. Unless you are there, then you can say now, you are three times. But to be able to qualify, just like an athlete, it is rigorous. Okay? But we do not have the glamour of an athlete. Because the simple difference is, when they get the gold medal, they change the nation. Us, our role is to officiate fairly and squarely, transparently, and bring out the best in the athletes. So we have no technically, no country. We have to be fair and we have to bring out uh, the best in the craft of each athlete. Make them shine. It is If I shine as a referee, then I wouldn't have done my job. I haven't, seen, I haven't been to a, a live uh, uh, taekwondo tournament. Pero uh, kasi pag sinabing referee, usually... Uh, Yan yung nasa middle of ano eh, middle of um, uh, the sabi nyo nga, yung intense action and then tendency is if my crowd and then um, intense din yung crowd meron din kasi like um, experience for personally pag nanonood ako ng basketball yung referee sa basketball talaga napapaulanan ng ng reklamo you can just you know you can hear it uh, directly from the audience uh, from yeah from the spectators and most of the time, medyo below the belt. Sa, sa taekwondo ba may ganon? Yung parang may, ma, may vulgarity ba involved? Or is it more gentlemanly? Kumbaga, uh, 
take us through what it's like dun sa dun sa isang typical uh, high top level uh, match. Uh, for example, no, uh, prior to uh, the Rio Olympic Games, uh, the World Taekwondo uh, they organized a uh, two-week camp for both Olympic referees and uh, Olympic coaches. Then they shared uh, the future of the sport in the Olympic Games, and they shared the ethics, the do's and don'ts, no, the new technologies coming out, and what they were basically messaging was that let's work together, be disciplined. Don't throw the chair. Don't box anyone because uh, this will not do good for our Olympic ratings. We might be kicked out of the 25 core sports of the Olympic program because Taekwondo is a part of the 25 core sports until France 2024. However, the lobby with the IOC is very strong and there are uh, games that are in and that are out. So now there are other games trying to go in. So for 2028 and for 2032, so we have to, in short, uh, do our job properly. So uh, for World Taekwondo, there is gender equality in the referees. For example, 15 male and 15 female. Because what happened was that in the reform after Beijing 2008, no, the reform movement in the WT uh, was created prior to London 2012. So under that leadership, The electronic game came out, no. So yung uh, parang uh, electronic helmets, electronic uh, armor, the, the point scoring system to make the game transparent. Hindi siya yung parang masadong subjective that uh, questionable yung nanalo, because especially in uh, the Olympic Games, transparency is key, no. Uh, parang virtue, and this is the key, I think, to make the games long lasting. Plus, how to make it. Exciting, no? Uh, and there is a perennial debate between old school taekwondo, brawn, knockout, basagan ng buto, and the modern martial arts sport of parang point system. Of course, you have to strike the balance because if it is a martial arts like a samurai, nahati mo na yung katawan. It's all blood. Oh, why do you have to fight? But this is a modern martial Olympic sport, so you have to strike the balance for the continuity in the Olympic Games. Para domestically sa Philippines, we can continue to produce players who will aspire for Olympic glory. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, sir. De, tatanungin ko lang susundot lang ako. Coach Ricky, siguro for our listeners, no? Um, uh, nasabi na nga ni Sir Dom about being an official. And there are, siguro in the world of sports or maybe in the basketball or the way we know it, konti lang yung mga former athletes, national athletes, or maybe it's even rare, that will shift to being an official when you talk about basketball or volleyball. But in, in Taekwondo, in your case, it's different. You represented the country uh, in so many competitions when you were an athlete and then shifted to being an official. What made you say or what made you decide para, sige, mag-official ako? Uh, I attribute it to my grandmaster uh, because grandmaster Sun Chun Hong, no? uh, he provided the environment For our NSA, so that yung I think he planned my life already. <laughs> so when uh, we are like disciples, kasi no national team, we're addicted to the sport. Later on, you you uh, become a coach. You with your experience in the national team, they want to tap your talent. Coach Karen, maybe, and then uh, assign you to the various positions of the federation as it grows, and then you have your own school. 
And I'm one of the uh, Taekwondo practitioners who decided to stay inside. Kasi meron din ako mga colleagues na abogado na, mayor na, mga ganyan. But uh, I, I, my passion uh, continued to put me inside. Like my colleagues, siguro sila Sir Monsur del Rosario or Sir, Sir Stephen Fernandez, sila Rocky Samson, Jobet Morales. You, you uh, decide to stay in and help the organization. Parang legacy. And for me to continue and flourish, like now I'm saying, this is my last Olympic Games. Then kayo naman. So I have to train the next generation. So I am working as an organization man. And really, this is what our NSA has done. It has, you know, provided an environment to culture uh, people like me. Because there are a lot of, you know, people like me who are passionate about Taekwondo. And you can, you know, uh, like Kurt Barbosa. By the way, we have a Paralympic player, Alain Ganapin, who also made it to the historic uh, first Tokyo 2020 Olympic Paralympic Games. Can you imagine that? So there is Ganapin, Paralympic, Kurt, a player, and myself as a referee. So we got the bases covered. And these are all talents from the program of the PTA. So it's not easy, but uh, I can see how uh, our leaders, how they have, you know, executed the vision so that we can uh, really contribute to the nation uh, with this community. You just uh, scoring, no, uh, coach. Um, can you take us through the uh, basics of it? Because uh, we we try to uh, we try to para lessen the subjectivity of of the sport. And doon minsan nagkakatalo eh, like sa, sa, sa boxing, sa amateur boxing, gano'n ang, gano'n ang, ang gripe, di ba? Minsan, uh, it should have been counted as a hit, dapat hindi na-count yun. Pero with, in, in Taekwondo, how, paano ba yung, for, for, our, ano, for our casual listeners, paano yung uh, basics ng scoring? Alright, so first, this is uh, modern Olympic Taekwondo is electronic scoring. So what you have are electronic helmets with sensors and electronic armors with sensors. Now, the players are wearing electronic socks. So when the electronic socks uh, hit the sensors at the uh, uh, proper area, it will register a point. So it's as simple as that. So for body kick, for, for example, a 45 kick to the body will merit uh, two points. If it is a turning body kick, it will be four points. And the two points will be added by the three corner judges, two out of three, so that it will register as four points. If not, there is a mechanism to check up, add two technical points. And then for the standing head kick, it is three points. And for the turning head kick, it is five points, with the two points being added by uh, the technical point being added by the human judges. So, but primarily it is uh, uh, electronic and punch. Punch to the chest. This area, kasi hindi naman boxing ito, will merit one point. So those are the, what the players go for, no? And may mga violations, then we give penalties also. So walang boxing, walang uh, punching sa face. So sa katawan pwede. And there is no kicking below the waist but you can kick the head so ito yung mga basic prohibitions and uh, it's a fast game now because it's electronic eh. so 
basically that's it. Uh-oh. Coach Ricky, anong thoughts mo kay Kurt Barbosa? Uh, for Kurt Barbosa, talagang uh, optimistic tayo, no? Uh, for me, uh, he he is a. I watched him also prosper in our uh, domestic operations, coming from Abra, no? Uh, kala uh, Coach Glenn, and they are a product of the regional network. They're joining the national competitions. Eventually, he was absorbed by uh, National University. And then under that time, Coach Jeff Figueroa, who mentored him until he became part of the national team under Coach Carlos Padilla, and where he is at right now. no. And the mindset that the, uh, Kurt has, fight until the end, no, is amazing. He, For example, in, in uh, Jordan, the Asian qualification tournament, with that score, buzzer beating, 51 to 49, no? the Jordanian a fighter was much taller than him. Because in Taekwondo, height is advantage, di ba? But what Kurt had was uh, an amazing heart, that mindset of never give up. And he had good conditioning. Because conditioning is key also in our sport. Because normally, pag two rounds ka lang, ubus ka na, kahit lamang ka, patay ka na sa, uh, sa third round. I think he had that experience in the World Championships when he fought against Ram Narong of Thailand, no? Uh, sa end game. But now Kurt has it. Now, when you step into the Olympic platform, and they are training right now, nakababol sila, di ba? And you're like uh, uh, 20 days going into uh, Tokyo already. Departure na, pre-departure na. The mindset is there. The conditioning is there. And it's anybody's game already. Matangkad, maliit. They have that mindset. And I can say that uh, Kurt has a really good chance. Uh, we pray for destiny to be on our side, but it will now be up to the brackets. Because to win Olympic gold, you need maybe three victories. My estimate, diba? But one match is hell. One match. It's like already a finals. Pag mo yung... mm, yes, yes. Pero no. clearly, hindi kayo mag-officiate ng any match. Diba? Parang, ano to? Um, basically, if you're a countryman, with uh if you're a compatriot nung athlete definitely wala kayo dun sa sa lista or like at least yeah. ano coach sa ano diba sa region Mm-mm. yes that's right and normally the ethics is if i uh, uh a continent my continent is playing you will not be assigned by the referee chairman to officiate in that uh, game so i will not officiate in any korean thailand uh of course, Philippines, uh, for transparency and integrity, right? But I will be assigned to the four other continents, Oceania, Panamerica, Africa, Europe. So uh, if there is any finals, let's say Korea and uh, Russia or Philippines and uh, Turkey, I will definitely not be assigned to that game, even at the elimination level. Uh, there is a program uh, with the referee chairman in deployment of the referees. And we will be only uh, advised like five minutes before the game. So imagine our anxiety, all the referees, brrr, then you see your name in a in a match. Then, of course, calmness is what we are trained for. And then we focus because pag nandun ka na sa gitna, you don't hear anything. Because the, 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 the lights are so hot for broadcast siguro. And then, 
you only hear a din, so you have to have your wits about you. And you have to perform your training that has embedded, has been embedded in you already. Automatic, uh, with contingencies. So the rest, you have to blot it out. Because if you think about the crowd, wala namang crowd, diba? Or broadcast, then it might, you know, derail you with your focus. So you cannot unleash your art or your mastery. Mm. Uh, ano lang no just for for our listeners no syempre Olympics tong pinag-uusapan natin di ba pero siguro just to contextualize also or maybe to compare Sir Dom sa UAP at least sa UAP ganyan din eh Grabe nga sila coach Ricky sa Olympics 5 minutes before lang nila malalaman ang bunutan ng referee kumare sa UAP usually mga assistant coach di ba pupunta doon sa referee's room bubunot ka kung sino usually mga 1 hour yan before eh half time ng previous game eh bubunot ka kung sino tapos tsaka niyo pag-uusapan. Pero nandun lahat uh, just to ano just to visualize para sa mga listeners natin. Kumari sa basketball game. Nandun lahat ng referees. Papasok lahat ng referees pool dun sa game day na yon. Tapos for that particular match or game tatlo lang yung pipiliin. Yung mga hindi mapipili uuwi. Diba? Pero still the when you compare that to that anxiety or to that yung parang uncertainty Diba? Swerte pa yung mga basketball referee. And di ko lang alam kung paano sa Olympics, ha? kung paano bunutan ng officials sa Olympics. Pero at least in the Philippines, that's what's happening. So, ang galing, Coach Riki, no? So, thank you for uh, parang giving us perspective on how Taekwondo games are called, matches are called, uh, on how it is also. Um, But maybe for you, uh, I want to ask your experience as an, as, as an athlete. Diba? Um, mabibigay niyo ba sa amin yung perspective na what's it like uh, competing for the country diba? in an international stage? Wow. Uh, it's a... Uh, ibang uh, goosebumps yan. Uh, when, when you fight for your country, well, for me, uh, whether SEA Games or Asian Games, uh, I remember when I made the cut sa national team way back in 1992. Team B ako. So I had the chance to arch rival kami ni Bobby Vargas noon, the legend, di ba? Uh, well, sa amin sa Taekwondo. And uh, uh, he got a bronze sa Hiroshima Asian Games, si Bob. Uh, and then, uh, uh, morning training sa Rizal, to run there with the national team sa Taekwondo. And you see the other athletes there, sila Elma Muros. Wow! Ito yung mga idol, sila Hector Begeo. or At that time, ah, at that time, and you see yung Siguro the swimmers also, uh, doon sa Rizal Memorial, I'm part of this. So you you work hard as an athlete. You feel like a hero. Eh? But then when you go and fight out there, you carry the flag, that is such tremendous uh, for me. Uh, I can't explain it. So yun. So you dream to develop your craft. And you work day and night. And you give your best. And sometimes destiny is not on your side. Then you carry on. But that passion is with you already. And you share it to the next generation. So, uh, luckily sa PTA, yung kunyari, I did not make it sa Olympic Games as a player. I was assigned as a director for the Young Black Belts Group, what we call our junior national team. So, my lessons, I cascaded to them. So, we carry on the legacy. Uh, yun, yun yung nangyayari sa amin. So it continues down to this day. Kaya sila Kurt, yan. Uh, yung coach ni Kurt, for example, si Jeff or si Kaloy, uh, I used to handle them in our program. It was assigned to me by 
Grandmaster Hong. Ganun rin siya, no? But I cannot claim anything from it. Although I, I handled them, it was uh, that position that allowed me to also uh, share my wisdom for our community, for the country. So as a, a player uh, fighting with the flag, any national athlete will tell you it's such tremendous honor. And I felt that. So even as, an, as a referee, I, I feel that. It's like you when you fight for your country, whether like, for example, uh, I watched uh, Nonito Donaire, diba? you carry the flag. So it's, it's really an honor when you uplift the nation and inspire the nation through sports because sports is a different kind. Uh, it's a sublime inspiration to, you know, cut the drama of depression and stay positive. And this mm. is, I think, uh, what mm. uh, national athletes bring. Uh, what Olympic athletes bring to humanity. You know, within Taekwondo, how difficult really is it to to medal? Kasi ang marami nagsasabi na parang if you're if you're a casual fan again, kukunin ko yung perspective nung nung ano ng mga non-athletes. Uh, pag nakita nila oh, uh, dapat nag-gold tayo dito, dapat nag-silver tayo dito. It's easier said than done obviously. But in your case, uh, Knowing what you know about your sport, how difficult is it to medal sa, sa, sa sport na on Taekwondo? When the Philippines hosted the World Championships in Manila in 1995, there were only 91 countries. That was the first time that China entered the picture because uh, Taekwondo was uh, going to be an official medal sport in Sydney 2000. And they looked funny at that time. But today, there are around 210 countries in the world. And some countries are fully funded. And uh, like GBR, no? the program of Great Britain, amazing. So uh, they have a lot of gold medals because all the elements come together. It is not easy to produce an Olympic gold medal. You can say it's uh, funding, uh, it is uh, training. Uh, great coaches know the elements, but to put it together, it requires the nation especially sa Olympic Games, no? in any sport, the, the, the country has to be one. So, for example, when Barbosa steps into that platform, it is because the country has become one. That's what I would like to, parang, uh, I can say, no? uh, whether natulungan or hindi natulungan or whatever is happening with Philippine sports, it is still the achievement of the country because uh, it has worked. Uh, for all these Olympic athletes of ours who have qualified, no? But you can say it's funding, you can say it's exposure. Uh, that's parang, yeah, it, it may be simplistic, no? Uh, it has to be also the passion of the player, the genetics. So in short, it, it is all the elements that come together. Like this, itong si Barbosa, uh, how would we know that he would qualify sa Jordan? They were, they were I think, four there, no? So, yun, but he made it. You never know. That's why we just, you know, continue to feel. And uh, when uh, destiny plays a hand, all the hard work comes into play. But if uh, there is really full support, no, like uh, uh, the Chinese sports machinery or the Taiwanese sports machinery or the Korean sports machinery na grabe yung support, di ba? We, we, I'm not comparing. But it's just, you know, you put the ideal elements together. Uh, yun, it has to be a country. When the country is one, 
then you will have uh, gold medals galore. And itong Tokyo, ano, uh, with all the uh, issues surrounding the holding of the games because of the pandemic, yung fear ng COVID, meron na ba kayong mga in-anticipate na difference in terms of the tournament proper, in terms of how you hold the whole competition? Kasi yun nga, um, bukod sa no fans in the stands, um, may part siguro na mawawala yung excitement ng konti kasi it, it, this is going to be a different, more scaled down version ng Olympics. So, meron na bang usapan kayo with, with the International Federation in terms of what the differences you are going to expect come uh, the competition? The players will perform. There is no doubt about it. Uh, the platform now is online. When I went to Bulgaria for the European Olympic qualification, was assigned there, uh, I had the opportunity to see uh, how uh, the organization was because uh, the last uh, international game that was organized by the World Taekwondo was March. Uh, it was the Pan-American Continental Selection in Costa Rica. I was there. I almost got locked down in Dubai coming home. March 15 yata yon. But after that, the Continental Qualifiers did not run for a year. So all the players had to adjust to COVID-19, bubble training, figure out their way. And that's where the players went, no? online lahat. I mean, at, in their homes, maintain their conditioning. And you did not know kung itutuloy yung Tokyo 2020 in 2021. And I uh, uh, heard Lord Ko, no? uh, Athletics Chief, mentioned that uh, they had IOC has executed all the safety measures kasi big issues sa Japan until now, di ba? But all the precautionary measures are there. Safety is number one. And in Bulgaria, I experienced it. Bubble, bubble lang kami, hotel lang kami. There were no spectators, only players. Then live stream siya sa buong mundo for those who want to watch. So the players will perform. And I got home, katakot-takot na RT-PCR. But uh, even my dad did not agree to my departing. Uh, ano ka ba? Hilo ka ba? May anak ka dyan, o pagbalik mo, ano? But that's the risk. If I did not go to Bulgaria, then I will not be in Tokyo 2020. 2020. So that's the risk that's calculated because my guidelines naman eh. And sabi nga ni Lord ko, why will you deprive this generation of Olympic athletes of what they work for half of their life when the safety measures are in place? They will lose their chance. So, uh, so I, I agree with that. And I'm not reckless. And thanks God, I don't have COVID uh, because I follow also protocols. So it will be the same in the uh, Tokyo 2020. Then just to add, no, when the Philippine team went to Jordan for uh, their uh, uh, Asian qualification for Olympic Games, the Afghanistan team too had COVID. So what happened there was the whole team could not compete anymore. Sad, but what can you do? Safety protocols are in place. So you lose your chance. Because the priority of the IF, when they mention it to us, a games committee, your safety is number one. And coming here is already uh, a battle. Kasi hindi madali talaga mag-travel at that time. Sobrang gastos, sobrang hirap. But you do it for what? You risk your family. Eh. 
you risk yourself. Uh, well, I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what you call passion in sports, I guess. Uh, but luckily, I'm 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 still okay. I hope to be okay, no, following all the protocols. Thank you so much, Coach Ricky. Siguro mm-hmm. ano na lang, no, uh, para din sa mga listeners natin. Um, of course, si Kurt Barbosa, alin ganapin yung mga representatives natin pagdating sa games. Tingin mo gaano kalaking bagay to, Coach, maybe as a parting shot. Um, whatever the result may be, how will this Tokyo Games be big of an impact for Philippine Taekwondo? It will be a big impact, no? Because for all uh, uh, the community in Taekwondo to have a uh, uh, Taekwondo, to have Taekwondo players, no? Uh, in Kurt Barbosa and Alain Ganapin, it gives so much hope and it gives so much, you know, the whole Taekwondo community is praying for them and is rooting for them. It pulls the community together. So by just being there, now pag nanalo siya ng medal, any medal, or God willing gold, wow, that will really blow our mind. And that's what we hope for. But by being there already, We've done a lot because it's not easy to get into that stage. And we wish them all the best. Thank you very much for your Thank time. Thank you. Um, and what is your for Tokyo? I depart for Tokyo on uh, July 21. Oh, okay. Uh, then there are some quarantine protocols pa kayo ron, ano? before yes, you actually uh, set foot. Yes, Oh. So we will go into a bubble and uh, strict Japanese uh, uh, protocols so before we are cleared to enter the bubble. So again, Coach, thank you very much for your time. Uh, salamat sa insightful information and best of luck pagdating sa Tokyo. Thank you very much. Uh, it was good to be here. For more post-game episodes and if you want to check out other ABS-CBN audio content, Download the ABS-CBN radio service app on Google Play Store on your Android device and on the App Store on iOS. If reading articles is more of your thing, though, go to the ABS-CBN news website. That's news.abs-cbn.com, where we will post highlights of the podcast in text article format.